0: It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up guys? You thought I was gone, didn't you? You thought this was going to be one of those podcasts where the person gives up like a month into it forgets about the people that listen the people that have spent their time learning about them no i'm here i've been sick a little under the weather i um i keep finding like psychosomatic symptoms that i'm having and i found i found these lumps in my mouth and i thought they were cancer as I usually do when I find lumps. So when I go, I do my research. Like two hours into my research, a couple mental breakdowns. And I find out that it's, um, it's a part of my tonsils. And they're supposed to be lumpy. And I just spent all this time irritating it. And now it feels infected. So a round of applause is in order there. My paranoia got the best of me. And... I'm going to the doctor tomorrow though. I'm actually leaving the, leaving the house. I'm going to go get checked out. I just want to make sure. It's good to be proactive with these types of things because, you know, I have all of the symptoms that I'm, that I have are acid reflux symptoms. And since I've taken the medication, I've been feeling a lot better. And I don't have the regurgitations as much. I've been drinking tea instead of coffee. Cutting back on my drinking a little bit. A little bit. Um, I started eating fruits. Now? Um, that's a new thing. That just started yesterday. Started with some grapes. They're good. I still have a whole bunch of them. So I'll probably snack on those tonight. You guys don't want to hear me talk about grapes though. Maybe you do. I don't know. Anywho, this is the Useless Garbage Podcast. I'm a little bit late. It's Tuesday, May 19th, 2020. We're still in all this pandemic shit. I'm keeping the short news uh, on lock for now. Just because, um yeah, I I don't want to depress people as well as myself. So what I'm gonna be doing, though, is I'm gonna be putting these useless garbage episodes up on the short news so that everybody, everybody's happy, you know? Because right now, the useless garbage episodes are still not up on Apple Apple Podcasts and, and other platforms like Anchor says they're supposed to do. And I emailed them, no response, of course. They're pulling an Activision on me. Oh my god, they closed out my request? I have to fill out a fucking form? I hate these people. Oh my god. You know what, Anchor? I'm not putting an ad in this episode. Ha. Alright, I submitted my official request, Anchor. I know you guys know who I am. You offered to fucking buy the short news when it first started. And then went and did it. When I, when I, uh, retired for a bit. You guys owe me. Short News used to do numbers when Anchor first came out. Numbers. Like, it's consistent now. It's not the same. But if I look at the analytics, it's the same. It's the same people from the same places. And I do look at the analytics because I'm a narcissist like that. And I really, I really appreciate everybody that listens because you guys stick around, is what it looks like. The retention is what's amazing to me and just makes me so happy that I, that me going on for an hour is of any, any substance to you. Sorry, my voice faltered there for a second. I'm not crying, I swear. I did cry today, just because I'm nervous about the uh, doctor tomorrow, but, you know, I'll try to talk around that. My voice is feeling a lot better, though. I think it it has to do with the acid reflux medication. I feel like it's a little smoother. Let me know what you think, because I'm gonna start getting back into singing, I hope. I've been losing my voice for the last few weeks. It's been hard doing when, when you podcast, you use your voice, you know? So, you know. Obviously, that's made it very difficult, but now, you know, hopefully, I stay back. Like, like yeah, hopefully I, I'm here to stay. I saw this relationship advice that really freaked me out. Somebody exactly my age who's going through the exact thing that I fear, but... Yeah, if, if I'm going out, then at least I get to say that I went out in the top 200 news and news commentary podcasts on Apple. I'm kidding. That's not, that's not a good way to go out. You gotta go out number one. I don't want to die until I'm number one. We have some work to do. We got two podcasts around here. But oh my god, I would I would be lying if I said I wasn't worried. Like what if they find something? Like I don't know because it it makes sense for it to be acid reflux, the the belching, the regurgitations, the sleeping weird the weird noises I make in my sleep. Um throat burning because of regurgitation, I drink too much coffee, I drink too much I eat really crappy. It makes sense. I have not been taking care of myself during this pandemic. I've been stressed out. It makes sense for my acid reflux to get worse with all of that. So I am praying that that is all it is. Sorry, I keep going back to this. What were we talking about before? Oh yeah, so I got, I got an email that apparently the short news is in the top two hundred uh news commentary podcasts, I mean, I don't know what the competition is. How many podcasts can there be? I saw a meme though yesterday that was like uh there's there I think there are way too many podcasts, and I thought to myself, yeah, I mean I have two and again the use useless garbage is an experiment if anchor doesn't distribute the uh the show to Apple. And other platforms within the, uh, within the next, I don't know, the next month? I'll give them that long. Then I'm moving Useless Garbage back to the short news as a segment. Because maybe the, the the right idea is to have everybody in one place. I don't know. I don't know what this needs to be. It's a dilemma. Yeah, so Anchor, if you're listening, this is your ultimatum. Get this show on the Apple Podcasts or we fucking leave. Boom. Like that. Damn, I've already been talking for eight minutes. I've missed this. I really missed this. I took the little vacation. I enjoyed it. Did what I had to do, you know, like... I've been so stressed out the last few weeks... I- I needed this break just to decompress, freak out a little bit, see a nurse, play some video games, talk to family, finish school. Yeah, I think I'm officially finished with school. So, um, round of applause there. I am graduating from community college onto bigger things. Only took me... (laughs) about five years to get a fucking associate's degree, but, hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. I fucked up big time when I first, uh, when I first started college back in 2014. That could be a whole story in itself. Where would I start? Okay, so, we're gonna do a story in stupidity, um, just because I feel like this will give you a good understanding of who I am. If you care, if not, then you don't have to listen. It's fine. Really, it's fine. I won't be offended. Anyways, 2014, I graduate from high school. Go into this small liberal arts college in Schenectady, New York, called Union A lot of, um, white, wealthy, rich kids who do a ton of coke and Adderall, that kind of thing. Not a very healthy environment. Very, very, very toxic. I only have maybe two real friends that I made from there. I also met Ashley, but everybody else sucks. Take my word for it. (laughs) It's mostly just all the different types of rich, white people. So I get there, I'm miserable. I'm like I already know this is gonna be bad. start doing drugs, drinking a lot, um get in trouble with campus safety multiple times throughout the first trimester of being there. I just find myself in the wrong place at the wrong time, so much. I got caught doing shit so much that year i um I got caught by the police. <laughs> I only got a ticket. That's a story for another day when I know that that's safe to talk about. I got a ticket once when I was a kid. Anyways, college. I got in trouble a lot with campus safety. They, to the point where they would follow me home every night from uh, wherever I was going. You know, just in case I did anything incriminating that they could bust me for. There were maybe two times that they raided my room. Anyways, to my listeners who, um, from the short news who have, uh, you know, been, been here since the beginning, you know, the story of the near death experience, this kid convinced me to take some Xanax with him. When I was really messed up from the one Xanax, he convinced me to take like five more and then convinced me to give him my phone and he deposited $300 into his bank account From my Venmo. And then he pressured me into doing more substances to the point where I had a seizure, overdosed, and died on the floor. Saw my soul leave my body until it got pushed back in by a spirit. Don't worry, I don't hang out with that guy anymore. But, if that story sounds familiar, yes, I am the guy from the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. (laughs) I am the guy from the Bartard story. You know this if you've listened to the podcast since the beginning. I'm the guy from the Bartard story. Walkin' Flugel is me. Look up, look up Walkin' Flugel on Mixer. Look up Walkin' Flugel on Twitch. Who are you gonna see there getting W's on COD? Me. I don't promote that shit because, honestly, my Reddit is like memes and drug stories and feelings. Things that I don't mind being out there. That's why I used my favorite nickname. But still, I don't like broadcasting that username just because if you find it one place, you're gonna find it everywhere. I don't know where that is. I know it's on Clash of Clans, Twitch, Mixer, Xbox, Fortnite, COD. I think I've switched it for most things now, so... It's probably who hacked me. A podcast listener. You know too much. You know too much about me, right? Anyways, college. It was not going well. I I got probably six to eight points. Um, Points are a disciplinary system that they set up at the school. So if you get caught smoking weed or drinking beer or whatever, uh, you get points. Four points for weed. Two points for alcohol. Uh... 12 points and automatic expulsion for fighting. They had a no-tolerance policy to fighting. Which is fair. Violence is not the answer. Unless it's war, then that's the only thing. Unless we do my idea, which is all wars are fought in Call of Duty, then I think we'd save a lot of lives. And a lot of money. People care just as much about their KDs, come on. About real life. It would have the same effect. It wouldn't. I'm being facetious. But freshman year was not good. Because I had that near-death experience happen. I had my second seizure. Which I assume was from a sodium overdose. (laughs) Because I ate a whole bag of uncured bacon jerky. I don't know why the uncured part matters, but... I, I drank a 40 and ate, uh, yeah, a whole bag of jerky, had a seizure, fell over in the bathroom stall with my dick out, um, cause I was peeing, sliced my head open on the toilet paper dispenser, which is like a sharp metal box, I don't know why Union College did that, you've had the same fucking toilet paper dispenser since 1776, You motherfuckers. Tuition's 65k a year, but you can't get new toilet paper dispensers since 1975? Where's that money going? Somebody needs to check on that. 65k a year. You can't even get safe toilet paper dispensers. So yeah, um... Slice my head open, I now have this not huge but very visible scar with the type of haircut that I get and no hair grows in that one spot you know cuz scarring they put four staples in my head (laughs) granted this was the Sunday that we got back from spring break I couldn't keep my behavior on lock for one night Sunday night I'm out there Partying like it's a Saturday. Oh my god. And then... And then... Um... Springfest comes around... Towards the end of the year. Around this time... Of the year. It would be going on. They had Sage the Gemini come. I never even saw him. Because I was... Fuck. I was in a different dimension. That's all I'm gonna say. I was in a completely different dimension. For 12 hours... Until I came down, I was, um... Oh, God, yeah, I was tripping so hard that day. I got lost in my room. And then, on the come down, you're really insecure on the come down. At least I am. I'm insecure the whole time. That's why I don't do... I don't fuck with psychedelics. I'm just a very insecure person with a lot of dark thoughts. And that type of drug is not for me. Because it amplifies everything. So being insecure that amplified my insecurities. I go to take a shower because, um... And the shower's on the other side of the hall, uh, from my dorm room. And I'm like, okay, coast is clear. I go out there, shower. I come back in nothing but a towel. And it's almost like every fucking girl that I know is just sitting out in the hall, coming back from the concert or whatever. They're just sitting out in the hall... Like, lined up along the walls. And I'm like... Oh, God. Because I'm very very uncomfortable with my skinny-ass body. This figure that I have is not on purpose. This girlish figure. Body of a carpenter. Like one of the singers. (laughs) Is that the anorexic one? No, I do have an eating problem. I do. I have a... This eating disorder called, um, I don't know what it's called, but I just don't have an appetite. Like, whatever it is that naturally gives you an appetite, I don't have it. I have to force myself to eat. And it has nothing to do with being worried about my weight or anything. If anything, I try to gain weight. That's why I eat such shitty junk food. is because I know I can't do volume. So I gotta just load up with fat. It's not a good way to live. I need to get over the mental thing. What was my point? Yeah, so I walk down the hallway past all these cute girls and I'm naked in a towel. Finally get to my room after what feels like forever. Lock it. Put on some underwear and I get a text from this girl. I really like this girl. I've liked her for like months now. She's like, hey, I'm here from the city, and I want to see you. And I'm like, okay, where are you? She's like, I'm here. I'm right outside your room. And I'm like, what? Still, you know, on the come down. Like I said, insecure. She comes in. I'm getting dressed still. And she's like, like, let let's let's get in the bed and let's watch something. So we do. And She tries to snuggle me the whole time and I'm so, like, I'm so uncomfortable. Just not, not because of her at all. She, she didn't do anything wrong because I was on drugs and I was just like, I, if I'm being honest at that point, I had had very little intimate contact, um, that meant anything with any woman before and I didn't really know what to expect And it made me insecure and uncomfortable. So when you're on a psychedelic, obviously you're gonna feel that way like times a thousand. But I was still really like really into her, but I couldn't do anything about it, even though she was like. So what is it that you're? What is it that's on your mind? Like, kind of prompting me to make a move. She pretty much said everything but, come on, make a fucking move on me. And I just couldn't. I couldn't. Because I got high. Story of my life. Went and got high. Now I don't get any action. Happens every time. My head is in the sky. That was not my intentions. And then, um... She ended up, uh, hooking up with some guy. Some rando. At my school. And then I was on my Drake shit for a while. And I was like... All of my let's just be friends are friends I don't have anymore. How do you not check on me when things go wrong? Guess I should just try to keep my family closer. Much closer. I don't know what's going on And it's all because you chose a side You're supposed to put your pride aside and ride for me Guess it wasn't time And of course you went and fucked a guy that wasn't I Those aren't the words, but I just- sorry No, she's cool She's cool Um Did anybody hear that? Somebody somebody definitely heard that and was like, Who the fuck is still singing that Drake song from four years ago? Me. That's my favorite Drake album. So anyways, freshman year happens. I develop a crush on this other girl, um, at the college, who at the time doesn't really notice me. Her name is Ashley. Like a nice friendship kind of starts there, let's put that on the back burner for a little bit, um, summer vacation happens, me and Bill have, you know, many of the stories that I've told on the short news and on this show, a lot of those summer stories happened during the summer of 2015, and it was one of the happiest summers ever. I have had in Connecticut because it was the most time that I spent away from my mom doing whatever it was that I wanted to do um, hanging out with whoever I wanted to hang out with literally going anywhere road trips every day it was great and then I came back to college one of my childhood friends passes away in a plane crash I have to come back to town for a weekend, go to the funeral, console my mom, that type of shit. Um, for the funeral, I buy a couple of Xanaxes off of somebody, because, you know, I'm thinking to myself, why don't I, uh, do myself a favor here, and use responsibly, but sedate myself. Because I, I don't feel good. <laughs> you know, I just lost somebody. This doesn't feel real. I need to eliminate the realness of it for a little bit. So I bring those home. I take take one for the funeral. It works really well. I um, Jesus winked at me in the stained glass. I swear to you, that motherfucker winked at me. I don't know why... But he did. Could've just been the sun. It could've just been the sun. I don't know. The dude said Jesus, and then his eye fucking winked. Could've been the drugs, too. The Xanax. I don't know, does Xanax make you see shit like that? Somebody please, like, chime in on that. Because I I thought it was, like, a anti-psychotic or something. So... You know, I'm in a very dark, self-destructive place, but I don't want to admit it to myself at this point. I go back to school. I make Xanax like a Tuesday thing, a Tuesday night thing. Then it becomes a Tuesday, Thursday night thing. Then before you know it, it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. How did we get there? How the hell did we get there? Then, of course, I... Drain myself financially for the rest of the term and have to come off of it. Go back home, get a job, now I have income, I start spending it on what? Drugs. Meet up with my boy, he's got the real strong Xanax shit, not the fake pressed stuff. The real prescription strength shit. I'm getting zonked out of my mind shit I don't even remember happened, happened. And I ruined many friendships, I ruined relationships, I did a lot of things that I regret. I got into arguments that didn't need to happen. My mom got into my stash, and she didn't ground me. She fucking took one, or many. I don't know, she took a bunch, and then I come home from work at like 1130 This bitch is fucking face down in her food. Like, face down in her plate of food, barely responsive. And I have to carry her to her room, and the whole time she's like slurring her words, obviously on Xanax. Zanned out. The next day she's saying, Oh, I'm just tired. I wonder why the fuck you were so tired. Huh. That sounds like an excuse that I would say to you. When I'm stoned. Except I know you're not smoking weed because you're so against it. But you're fine with pills. And assume that I stole yours, so why wouldn't you feel it justifiable to steal mine? Anyways. So, six weeks, winter break. I become hooked on Xans again. Go back to school with Money I saved up from the holidays and my job at Macy's, and you know, all that good stuff. What do I do? I start getting into Xanax more. Um, blow money on a new phone, blow money on drugs, try these research chemicals. No, I tried those in the term before. We skip that. Um, that'll be a story in stupidity for later. Uh, yeah, so I buy a phone. I. Probably text my ex at some point in there while I'm high. Start drinking. I wasn't really a big drinker up until that point, but I start drinking and taking Xanax, which you probably know is very, very dangerous. Not something you want to do to your body. Definitely regretting it now. I'm, like, on and off doing okay academically this whole time. (laughs) Somehow staying afloat. Somehow still keeping some sort of remnant of sanity. I don't know how. Probably the Xanax. So I'm popping that shit left and right, doing stupid stuff. End up, like, hooking up with one of my best friends and regretting it much later. And then making a song about it. And then that song got 86,000 plays. And then I regretted making that song. So yeah, postcard friend happens. I get back into making music over the spring break now. Now, now, I put the watch in my ass. Spring break is when I got catfished by my boy's cousin. Sent him a picture of my dick. In a very, uh, odd situation. Um... (laughs) <laughs> it was so bad. But it was fun. We were in... We were in Boston. Uh, there, there was a... It's a beautiful city. I love it so much. It's full of richer, Very rich culture on the outside. The outskirts. I like Dorchester. I like Jamaica Plains. I got the best haircut I've ever gotten... In my life. In Jamaica Plains. I go back to college with this new haircut... Who all of a sudden starts noticing me? Ashley. All of a sudden, there's a friendship there. We're getting closer. My dream isn't yet, you know, true. Come true. It's like slowly developing. A couple months go by. Uh, I mean, I go on a couple dates with somebody um, in between. The Tinder story happens, a bunch of other things, Uh, and one day, one day we're hanging out, and all of a sudden she just kisses me, and then we were a thing, and I think that day that she kissed me, I quit Xanax cold turkey. No come down, no withdrawal, if there was withdrawal, I didn't give a fuck. I knew I had something to lose now, and I didn't want to risk it. But here was the issue. Ashley was graduating, and it was now, like, May of 2016. We weren't going to see each other for a while. I didn't know when. My mom was talking to me about, or berating me that I would have to babysit for my brother all the time while she went to see her boyfriend. Because apparently they were probably getting married soon. They broke up, by the way. Because she was so mean to him. Alexa, what's the Bruce Springsteen story? Um, here's some news. Bruce Springsteen is set to play Fenway Park. Virtually. That was your short news in between this fucking shit. Alright, back to the story. Alexa, stop. Pretty cool, huh? So she graduates, or wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Rewind. We have some wonderful, wonderful days together, weeks. But then, you know, the day comes where I have to go home. We pack up, cry. I leave in the cab. My mom paid to pick me up because she's too lazy to come get me herself. Because, you know, anything for her kids is too much. I get home, the first thing my mom says to me is, you're not my son, all you do is live under my roof, eat my food, and that's it. If you do one thing that upsets me, that undermines me in any way, you're fucking out of this house, do you understand me? And I'm like, uh, okay. And she's like, you're not gonna see Ashley for a long time, so get over it. Me and my boyfriend are probably going to get married, so I'm going to be gone a lot of the time. You can see Ashley maybe once every month, once every few weeks, once every couple of weeks, I don't know. But you don't have a car anymore, so whatever. We'll figure something out, but you're going to stay here and take care of your brother. And that's that. And if you undermine me in any way, or if you do anything that's against my rules, you're out of here. Do you understand? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay uh i guess and she was just being a massive c- c- conniving loser um and then went to her room to talk to her boyfriend for hours she actually let me go out with my friend though she knew i was going out to hang out with my friend from high school who was home from alabama who by the way just got engaged dan what is up, my man? If you ever listen to this, which I know you're not going to, congratulations on the engagement. She's beautiful. You did great. Okay, so I went to hang out with him. We helped her. We helped his sister with her senior year scavenger hunt and then went to the beach and smoked a couple joints together as we used to do. It was really nice. It was a cool, like, heart-to-heart. We talked about our relationships, and, you know, everything that had happened in the last few months that we hadn't seen each other, all of that good stuff, and, you know, it got to, like, early in the morning, maybe, like, I want to say, like, two in the morning or something, three in the morning, I, I get home, and, you know, I, I'm a night owl anyways, I get home, I have my backpack with all my weed stuff in it. And I wash my hands. Get out some clementines. I'm whistling to myself like, do 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 doo doo. Start peeling the clementines. My mom is at the top of the stairs like, what are you doing? And I'm like, making some clementines. Well, not making. Uh, Getting some clementines. And then going to play some video games. She's like, where were you? And I'm like, uh. Hung out with Dan Went to the beach Went to McDonald's um, Helped his sister with her scavenger hunt Like, what, what do you want me to tell you? Why do you have a backpack? Well, because I don't have a car And usually I just store all the shit I need to bring with me In the trunk But I don't have that now Because for some reason you got rid of my car And then she's like, bullshit What's in there? And I'm like, my cigarettes, my water, my wallet. And she's like, bullshit. Show me then. And I'm like, no. I'm 20. I don't have to show you my fucking backpack like a child anymore. And she's like, show me or I kick you out right now. And I get the cops here. And I'm like, oh, well, which one is it? Like, She's like, fucking show me. And so like... She dumps it out. Paraphernalia falls out. She doesn't even find the weed, because it's hidden so well, but she found everything else, goes, you, this is you undermining me, and what did I tell you? You can't undermine me, so now I want you out of my house by tomorrow morning. And in my head, I'm like, honestly, like, if I had to live with you another day, I'd probably kill you, so, okay. She takes all my... Well, no, the next thing I said was, um, okay, so can I have my shit back then? And she's like, fuck no. And then goes upstairs with all my shit and complains to her boyfriend about me. And I'm like, well, now I'm homeless. Okay. Uh, fuck. And I text Ashley and the next morning she's like, you can come live with me and my mom this summer before I, you know, start my new job and everything. And I'm like, honestly, that would be the coolest thing ever. As long as your mom is okay with that. Then, that, awesome. (laughs) So next thing I, I know, I'm on my way back to my college. For the graduation that my mom said she wasn't gonna let me go to. Now I'm going to it, I get to be there for Ashley. I have all this money saved up at this point. So I get to buy her a nice gift. This golden and like crystal necklace. It it was, it was cool. Um, she graduates. I go home with her and her family and live there for the whole summer. It was the best summer I've ever had. The best summer of my life. But then, then it's time to go. She's moving and I have to find a new place to crash. I go to Chicago, stay with my aunt and uncle for a little bit. Ashley comes to visit. They're nice enough to fly her fly her in. I appreciate that. I don't agree with them in their trump supportingness, but I appreciate that, and I know they listen. I know they listen so Jen and Bob, thank you, but we don't agree on a lot of things, and I don't know how you feel about me anymore but I don't have any hard feelings, and I appreciate what you did, that was really nice, letting me crash, helping me get to school, all that stuff. So, summer goes on, I go back to Union, my uncle helps me get there, I move into the eco-cult house, yeah, I got fucking recruited By one of my friends. The year before. Like you gotta join the house man. You gotta. Like I need a roommate man. Please. And I'm like okay fine. Like. How bad can it be? I've got nothing to lose. This was before I was in a relationship. So I thought to myself. Yeah it'll just be the bros. Like it's fine. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I get back to school. And I'm realizing shit. I have no. Space. From anyone. It's a very communal. House. Everybody's barefoot and eco-friendly and in each other's business and smells bad and you're not allowed to use too much water and they unplug the the um, dryer so you have to leave your clothes out on the drying rack even in the winter and there's no heat because they turn off the heat to save the environment at the expense Of everybody being cold, like it's the fucking winter inside. And I would leave every most weekends to go see Ashley in New York because I didn't want to be alone on my weekends. Yeah, I have my friends, but I want to be with the one I love. Don't we all? I I love my friends, but not like that. So I'm going, I'm going away every weekend. I come back on Sunday nights at like one in the morning. Have class the next day. They start getting pissed at me because I'm not there for the Sunday dinners. Which, by the way, what are we? Some traditional Italian family? We have uh, to eat uh, the dinner every Sunday at the five. You not uh, at the dinner. I make uh, you clean the dishes. And they like threatened me to like throw me out. And they were trying to keep me on the compound. You know what I mean? Like, when I, whenever I would go hang out with my friends outside of the house, they'd be like, oh, like, you should hang out here more often. And I'm like, no. <laughs> this was a mistake. So eventually, one of them is like, hey, like, if you're not here for the next dinner, like, you know, people have been kicked out for stuff like this before, pretty much saying, hey, like, we're going to kick you out if you don't start showing up to these dinners. Because it's not like I'm here every other fucking day, asshole. Or anything like that. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to kick me out. I'm fucking leaving. And he's like, wait, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, and I'm like, no, you just made it like that. You were right. It didn't have to be like that. I could have just gone on my weekends, come back, help with everything that needs help with, contribute as I've been contributing. The only thing I'm not there for is this fucking dinner. You know, like, character building shit where at the end of the week, in whatever cult you're in, they're like, what are the highs and lows of your week? That type of stuff. I don't want to share that with you. This- this isn't summer camp. This isn't a- like, this is a cult. Fuck. So I was like, fine, I'm leaving. Fuck it. I end up getting a single in a, uh, in a house with all my real friends Which is great for me, because I need privacy. I really do. I set it up to be, like, the man cave. The man cave. Which ended up being a lot more damaging than it was helpful, because, um... So, around this time, I was taking medication again, because I started recognizing that I had depression and anxiety, and I needed to deal with that somehow with a doctor, and not by self-medicating anymore. So I go to the physician at school who has a very, very sketchy reputation of just liberally prescribing things to people and ruining people's lives with said prescriptions. She prescribes me this drug called, um, lorazepam. Right. L- lorazepam. Pan or Pam? I don't know. Uh, it's a benzodiazepine. Same family as Xanax. Prescribes me a bottle of, let's say, 25 to 30. Like a month's supply. And says, take them as needed. When you feel an anxiety attack coming on, take one of these. You should be good within 30 minutes. And I'm like, great. So I do that. When, when I get anxious, I take one of those. I feel fine. I can get through the day. It's going great. I go back to her, to, you know, to for my follow-up, and I'm like, you know, the lorazepam is working wonders. Like, I feel so much better. And she's like, what are you talking about? I only gave you four. I was like, no, you didn't. You prescribed me a whole bottle of, like, 25. I was here when you said it, when you wrote it up. And she starts, like, fumbling through her files, like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And she goes, I think I just accidentally got you hooked on benzodiazepines. And I'm like, what? And she's like, okay, like, don't tell anyone about this. Just, we're just gonna, just, if you have any of them, bring them back here. We're gonna dispose of them properly. Like, just get, like, stop taking them immediately. All this stuff. Which, by the way, you're not supposed to stop taking benzos immediately. You're supposed to taper off. Otherwise, you'll have a seizure. So I leave the health center in an absolute panic because the one drug that was helping me is now not being prescribed to me anymore because of Angela's fuck-up. That's her name, Angela. Don't go to Union College, people. Don't. Do not go to Union College. Take your money somewhere else. You are going to kill your kid if you send them to Union. So... She takes me off the lorazepam like like that, like immediately. And what do I do out of desperation? I go to the, the school Xanax dealer, start taking that slippery slope. It starts as, you know, a normal dose. And then it becomes a thing that I'm doing for fun. And then it becomes all the time and I'm sleeping through class. I'm sleeping through the day. I'm missing Ashley's FaceTimes, almost missing the train to Ashley. Like... Just being a complete fool. The whole thing is a blur. Until one day it all comes to a head. I finally have like a full-blown mental breakdown. Hurt myself. End up having to go to the hospital. I'm in the psych ward now for six days. Man, there are some characters in there. There are some characters. Talk about character being building exercise, like, that, that was the most humbling experience, brought me down to earth, sobered me up, made me like, you know what, I have a problem, the reason I'm doing drugs like this is because I'm not happy, I'm far from fucking happy, that's why I'm here, and they worked with me to get me on the right medications, and I got to, Like, I got visitors every now and then. Ashley came to visit, which was amazing. Like, really can't thank her enough for going through all this with me. My dad comes to visit and he's like, "Uh, so like, what are we going to do now? And I'm like, I can't, I can't go to this school anymore. It's killing me. It's been killing me. I can't do it. If I go back, it's going to, I'm just going to end up back here again. I can't do it. And finally, he's like, okay, fine. So what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to live with Ashley. She said I could. I want to live with Ashley. I feel safe there. I feel secure there with her. I want to live with Ashley. And he's like, okay, fine. (laughs) He doesn't want me living with him. He doesn't. So I get out. Of the, uh, psych ward six days later, after watching a lot of Freeform cable. Uh, Freeform TV, it was, it's the new ABC family. Uh, I got into Pretty Little Liars while I was into that, into, in that place. In the loony bin. No, it's not the loony The people there were honestly so nice. I have, like, I adopted a mother in there. She's my mom now. Um shout out to Evie I really hope you're okay. I never got to follow up with you um I have to find your number because I will have to do that make sure you're still okay' Cause we learned a lot from each other. She learned how to be a better better mother. I learned how to be a better better more understanding son. so I get out I go back to school, pack all my things. Ashley comes. And helps me pack everything into the U-Haul. I say goodbye, maybe to like two or three people. I don't tell anybody else that I'm leaving. I just leave. I never came back to that college. And as far as I know, I don't think I will ever set foot there again. I don't know. I don't like goodbyes, and anybody that I want to see after college. I'm going to make that happen. They're going to make that happen. We are going to make that happen. A lot of them ended up in my city anyways. So like, yeah, I moved to New York. And now I'm here. I've been here. I worked in IT for a while. And then I got laid off, went back to school, started this podcast. Now we're here. It's been a hell of a ride. And now you know my story for the most part, of how the last five years have gone, six years, however, however long it's been, (sighs) and I, if there's any takeaway, if there's any takeaway from this, it's, um, don't use substances to kill whatever it is that's beating you up inside. That was probably the best advice that I'd ever gotten from Noel Miller. Don't, don't use substances for that shit. Use substances to have fun with your friends. Don't depend on substances to make you who you think you should be. You're supposed to be doing the drugs, not the drugs doing you. You get what I'm saying? So, that's the takeaway there. Um, college was crazy. College was crazy, and now I get to go to this virtual graduation, which is, uh, which is so weird. I don't know how that's gonna work. I have to, I have to take a look at the link. I don't even know when it is. Then it's on to getting my bachelor's degree, hopefully. Hopefully. As long as this is just acid reflux, then I should be able to get my bachelors. Anyways, I've been talking for a while, uh, just, I, wow, I told a whole, whole story. A whole six years worth of, of shit. I didn't think I would have anything to talk about, if I'm being honest. Sometimes I don't feel confident about sharing anything with you guys. Especially the last few days, being so worried about my health and everything. I just don't want to potentially put out negative energy that doesn't need to be put out. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that to you guys. I want to come with substance. So I hope if you're going through anything similar, struggling with mental health or drugs or... You've ever been through anything similar, uh... I hope this helped you feel less alone or maybe like you, you feel a little more confident in seeking out the help that you need. And there's no shame in, you know, seeking out counseling or a psychiatrist and getting on medications. There's no reason to be, you know, to, to stigmatize that most people I know have therapists and a lot of people I know are on medications. I'm on medications. They've helped me a lot. So I didn't realize this was gonna turn into the mental health episode, but since I did my thesis on substance abuse in college and mental health, uh it's fresh in my mind. Should we do some gossip? No, no. I might What <sighs> oh, <sighs> oh man, um. Getting sleepy. Apparently, this foreign born, illiterate singer slash wannabe actress has done so much Coke the past month that she damaged her vocal cords. How do you damage your vocal cords from doing Coke? Illiterate, so she's gotta have an alliteration for a name. Coke doesn't damage vocal cords. Yeah, so many... They're saying Camila Cabello. Oh, CC, yeah. Camila Cabello. Is she an actress? Let me see. Camila... Yeah, she she's acted before. Damn, sir, she's been doing a ton of coke. Fucked up her vocal cords. Jesus. So her and Shawn Mendes are fake. I assume. I assume she's a beard. She's his beard. Cause he's gay. I'm fucking gay. Huh? I'm fucking gay. I'll stop ripping off TMG. One day that's gonna become my new Tourette's tick. I do have Tourette's, if you're wondering. I can joke about that. My tick was. (laughs) I'm not even fucking joking with you. Now it's gonna be, I'm fucking gay. Like, I'm gonna be at the doctor's office tomorrow. I'm fucking gay. Mr. mayor could you please- I'm fucking gay. Sorry, sorry, it's Tourette's. I-, I promise. I'm gay. I'm gay. Gay. <laughs> it was torture. It was like living in my own prison. Because it wasn't like OCD where it's like, I have to do this, otherwise I'll freak out. It was like a, if I don't do this, it feels like holding in my breath. Like the necessity is at the same level as breathing to do the vocal tick. It sucked. This is really becoming the mental health episode. You guys are learning a lot about me. My Tourette's, my anxiety, depression, addiction, my... All that stuff. Anyways, that was the gossip for today. I think we've uh, we've gone on long enough. So I'm gonna cut it short here. I gotta go make some dinner. Then put this up and... Make sure that I've done all my homework for the school year. I wanna make sure I get straight A's and get that Dean's List again. For only the second time in my life. Uh, alright. So this has been Useless Garbage. Or if you're listening to this on the short news... This is also Useless Garbage. Uh, if you want all of the Useless Garbage podcasts, check us out either on shortnewspod.com or anchor.fm slash garbage. Coming to Apple Podcasts, Google, and others very soon, hopefully. Anchor, that's on you. Or else no more mid-rolls.
1: Alright guys, have a great day. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime. Now with our friends at On Location, true 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes. You want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen. To pre-game parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef. The official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit OnLocationExp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's right. Search Super Bowl On Location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.